welcome to It Doesn't Take Two. <laughs> I loved that. Did you? I, I did. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for introing. My name is Jalen. And my name is Jess. And this week on It Doesn't Take Two, we're watching the twin films Kick-Ass from 2010 and Super from 2010. Yes. Um, fun fact that I actually just learned last night. Okay. Super. Mm-hmm was i think it was like released at like a film festival in oh, 2010 yeah, yeah. but it wasn't like released theatrically mm-hmm. in the u.s until 2011 oh so that's just a technicality i did read a little bit of comments from the director of super mm-hmm. on the criticism that he specifically got saying that he copied kick-ass yeah but the director of kick-ass was like no he didn't yeah i know <laughs> they did there was no animosity between yeah, the two no, this is not an ants bugs life situation <laughs> especially because kick-ass is based on a comic yeah no that's so it true. has some historic roots mm-hmm. and i guess i mean super was just a coincidence yeah i think they are different movies they were different they have the same like skeleton i mean that's the case for almost all of the movies that we their watched. skeleton is i think suspicious though it is suspiciously similar it does seem like it whoever wrote it had to be inspired some way because by they Kick-Ass. both start with like the line of like why doesn't anyone just become a superhero like both of them do that <sighs> they say like those exact words i can't lie though i, I mean I'm speaking for myself here, but I don't know much about like superhero fans and if this is like, is this like a common trope? Like, why don't we just become superheroes? I mean, I don't really know because I feel like most other superhero movies, not maybe not most, but a lot mm-hmm. of other superhero movies you watch, they have superpowers. So it's like, <laughs> that's true. They're just that they're going to be a superhero. But guess what? What? I have a question. Yes. <laughs> why aren't there any superheroes? <laughs> why haven't we genetically modified humans yet? And should we be superheroes? <laughs> this is the start to our movie. We're vigilantes. <laughs> I could be a vigilante. That'd be fun. I would be so scared. I would be too. Dexter's technically a vigilante killer. I guess, yeah. But, you know, as seen in these two movies, vigilante mm-hmm. like killers can be seen very differently. That's true. And Batman, even, because he's a vigilante. Batman, Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow, he's a vigilante. There's a lot of I mean, like, they literally, like, for the for, for all, a lot of Arrow, he's, yeah. like, the enemy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even because in these two vigilante. movies, they see them. I mean, actually, Kick-Ass gets pretty absorbed quickly. Yeah. People like him. Everyone liked it. I think it's because of social media. That's Because he true. uses MySpace. <laughs> okay, okay, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, I'll start with okay. the... Rotten Tomatoes scores mm-hmm. as per usual. Kick Ass has a 76% critic score and mm-hmm. an 81% audience score. Okay. Honestly, like, why is the critic score only a 76? Because they're freaking okay. critics. Like, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, it's Rotten Tomatoes. The words left my mouth and I was like, oh, <laughs> I really set her up for it, too. <laughs> um, because why else would they give it a 76? I mean, there's no other, there's no reason. The critics are usually wrong sometimes Mm -hmm. they get it right because you know if they see a dog shit movie and they don't give it a bad rating then who are you yeah this movie was good okay they need to chill out yeah obviously i mean like a 76 is a good score but like (sighs) from a critic yeah but i really like 81 percent for the audience score i feel like that makes a lot of sense this was a good movie i'll take in the 80s i'll take it the critics they need to be a little more generous with Mm -hmm. that 76 i agree disrespectful um super has a 49 percent critic score and then 56 percent audience score i'm surprised that i'm surprised that the audience liked it more than the critics and surprised that the audience gave it a 56 i mean i 
Yeah, that's actually pretty shocking. Yeah. I would have to read about it to know why. But I guess, you know what? I I read a little bit more about Super when mm-hmm. I was reading a little bit about what the director said. Yeah. And, um, oh, no, it was actually Rain Wilson. Mm-hmm. There was, like, people had quoted him um, saying that he thinks, you know, the movie did so bad. Because when it first came out, it did bad. Yeah. Really bad, like, um, box office, um, like, monies. Mm-hmm. And he was saying he thinks it's because that it's a mixture of superhero comedy drama. Yeah. I could see that. And how, like, you know, at the time, there's lots of Avengers movies coming mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. If you if you picture a superhero movie, yeah. you don't picture, like, depression. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're looking for... If you're coming from the Marvel movies... Yeah. And you're going to super, you're going to be surprised and kind of disappointed, I think. But overall, pretty harsh still. Yeah. Um, I think a fun fact to point out is that um, we never really mention directors <laughs> on this show because we're not critics we don't care i don't know nothing about nothing nope we can't even judge direction that's not that's, that's actually not, true we're Maybe not we should get on that, that at all. <laughs> we're not qualified for that at all and i don't yeah. even know how i don't even know how to learn that but me neither i will say kick ass was directed by matthew vaughn who then went on to direct an x-men first class amazing and james gunn that name might sound familiar to people Mm -hmm. james gunn directed super and then went on to direct guardians of the galaxy right after wild so both of these movies were directed by people who then went on to direct actual superhero movies both marvel movies not that the x-men movies are like in the mcu but first class is fantastic i I, I want it to be known i am an x-men stan Put that out there. Also, I mean, how funny that Evan Peters and Aaron Taylor Johnson are in are in Kick Ass, and both of them played Quicksilver. Oh my God! What? That is hilarious. That's wild. (laughs) I totally forgot about that. Yeah, Evan. Honestly, Evan. Well, Aaron Taylor Johnson like barely got to be um, Quicksilver, but Mm -hmm. Evan Peters as Quicksilver is like one of my favorite superhero portrayals ever. I love Evan Peters. I know you do. I mean, we can get into it, right? Yeah, we'll get into the actors actually. Um, wait. Oh, I didn't mention why they're twin films. They're both vigilante superhero movies (laughs) with like kind of rowdy kid sidekicks even though the kid sidekick in super isn't a kid sidekick no but they call her a kid sidekick yeah she calls herself a kid sidekick even though she's 22 libby yeah yeah um and our bonus category for this week is the superheroes yeah and we're gonna cover things like weapons the name all that just to keep in mind yeah Mm -hmm. um so stay tuned anyways actors kick ass yes we have as mentioned aaron taylor johnson or at the, i think at this point he's just aaron johnson before he got married <laughs> we have christopher mince place no idea how to pronounce his last name very sorry but he is kind of an iconic actor i love him um he's in super bad obviously yeah. mm-hmm. um how to train your dragon he's very well known if love you him. if you don't know him by name you know him by face for sure or voice <laughs> he's fogel right isn't mm-hmm. that his name mm-hmm. mclovin mclovin we have mark strong who kind of looks familiar, but eh, maybe not. Mark Strong. He's uh, Frank. Oh, he does look familiar. Yeah, I have not been saying the characters' names. I'm so sorry. Aaron Taylor Johnson <laughs> plays Dave Lazuski. Yeah. Who is Kickass, the superhero? Um, Christopher Mince Plus Plus A plays Chris D'Amico or Red Mist. Um, Mark Strong plays Frank D'Amico, Chris's father. Chloe Grace Moretz oh. plays um, Mindy McCready or Hit, Hit Girl. Girl. 
Jess's favorite. I love her. Um, and then we have Nick Cage. I love him. As Damon McCready or Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Big Daddy is his chosen superhero name. <laughs> and I'm obsessed. Just let that be known. I'm obsessed. I I really think, I think at some point, I learned that Nick Cage was in Kick-Ass. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Nick Cage is in Kick-Ass? The and best. then I forgot. And then I started watching the movie and saw him. And I was like, Nick Cage is in this movie? <laughs> So I think I had that and he's surprise big moment twice. Daddy. And he he's got a daddy. mustache. Yeah. And I'm obsessed. He's kind of fantastic. Um, Evan Peters is a small role. He's one of um Dave's friends. We have Lindsay Fonseca as Katie Doma. I forgot mm-hmm. how to pronounce her name. It's the love interest. French like, so it's confusing. <laughs> um I've seen her, she was on How I Met Your Mother. She had like a minor role in How I Met Your Mother. And I've seen her in something else, but I can't remember what. Um she's pretty she is um anyone else that you feel yeah, like yeah, mentioning? yeah it's um who's Aaron, uh danny's other friend not danny's other friend. i don't know i don't remember his name and like i can't For figure reason, it he's out not on the imdb list <laughs> he's definitely here in wikipedia i just literally don't know his name i'll find him his name is clark duke that's the actor's name mm-hmm. that's kind of a sick name he's Always iconic name too name. yeah he's definitely in stuff i love him um yeah i think this is a good cast obviously nick cage really brings up the the star factor and then as sergeant marcus williams we have omari hardwick Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean i think this is a good cast i freaking love this cast i can't nick cage obviously great i'm gonna give this cast an eight I, I almost said here's nine, the thing i love christopher mince plus i love nick cage i love chloe grace moretz and i love i love love evan peters are you giving it a 10 i think i'm gonna have to give it a 10 <laughs> yeah, i hear you justifying <laughs> it already i'm like it's okay you can give it a 10 i think i'm gonna give it a 10 <laughs> okay that's fair and you know i respect it like it's just too many it's too many of them um super on the other hand here's the thing though also a shit ton of people yeah no absolutely this cast is is pretty stacked as well rain wilson plays the main character frank darbo or the crimson bolt (laughs) um elliot page plays libby or bolty (laughs) Liv tyler plays sarah hell i'm not gonna she doesn't have a last name we don't care kevin bacon Plays Jacques. Jacques, or as he is commonly referred to in this movie, Jacques, J O C K, um, which is one of the funniest jokes ever. Nathan Fillion as the Holy Avenger, amazing cameo. Michael Rooker as Abe. Who's Abe? Michael Rooker is the guy who is in Guardians of Galaxy. No, but like literally, who's Abe? Oh, Abe. He's just like the little sidekick dude who's always just like agreeing with Jacques. Oh, because then the other guy that that's the sidekick dude he's is, gilmore girls is from gilmore girls who is i think he's the director's brother yeah sean gunn oh he's his brother yeah oh my goodness um i feel it oh yeah and then there's a cameo by linda cardellini which i feel like is is worth mentioning there's also a cameo by by rob zombie yeah that is also worth <laughs> as mentioning god. as god that's really <laughs> worth mentioning um also a really great cast um it's fire I mean, look, I didn't watch The Office. I think I've mentioned this before. I wasn't an Office person. Yeah. But, I mean, Rain Wilson, funny guy. He's a funny guy. I don't know if I've seen him in, like, anything else, but... 
Elliot Page, obviously legend. Amazing. Legend love, status. Love him. Um, Liv Tyler, gorgeous. Beautiful. Stunning. As I learned today, she is in Lord of the Rings. How you learned that today really <laughs> befuddles me. I love Lord of the Rings. I know you have, and I will Ride watch them Liv. soon. Uh, stay tuned for updates, everyone, because I will watch Lord of the Rings soon. <laughs> Nathan Fillion, I mean, he's Castle. I freaking love Castle. So good. Such a good show. Oh, I gotta i think this is also an eight for me this is a good cast i'm gonna give it i'll give it an eight as okay. well because as much as i love a lot of these people they don't hit home it's not the same amount it's of not. love that you have for kick-ass but i also recognize that you loved kick-ass before this i did so i think part of the reason why you might love the cast is because you loved the movie for a while that is true and i am trying to distance it i am trying to stay unbiased mm, that's totally fine you can be completely biased that's but the can point I of say, this <laughs> i love nick cage yeah and i didn't even can i also say i mm-hmm. also didn't even realize evan peters was in that movie that's true i saw evan peters in it and i thought that you watched kick-ass when you were younger because evan peters was in this because no. of how much you loved evan peters when reason, we were in middle school i don't even remember him that's so funny and nick was like isn't that the guy from american horror story and i was like well, how is he in this that's and i don't so remember funny anyways Um, super and eight yeah still great cast yeah a lot of recognizable faces around these parts and now we shall jump into the story for kick-ass so we start with our main character dave lazuski and he's with his friends and he's like why doesn't anyone just like become a superhero no actually Mm -hmm. i want to say something because that's not necessarily where this movie starts both of these movies this is just a fun (laughs) anecdote I started to watch in my living room Mm -hmm. downstairs and I turned them on and within the first like two minutes I was like I can't watch this in earshot of my family oh yeah (laughs) because in the first few minutes of this movie they show boobs and he's jacking off yeah he's a high school boy yeah he's got a lot of hormones he's about what 17 we think yeah probably high school senior yeah but so, I was like, yeah. okay, well, I'm going to go to my room now and finish this movie. <laughs> and it happened with both of them. Yeah. Both of the movies ended the exact same thing. They so, both are kind of raunchy. Funny, funny to note. Yeah. Yeah. They're both also kind of like gory and graphic. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I guess a content warning for Super. Yeah. There is um, instances of sexual assault. Yeah. So just Multiple. be aware of that. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> um anyway now we'll go back to the story of kick-ass so dave's like why doesn't anyone become a superhero so he orders um a suit like a scuba suit suit, yeah (laughs) online and he you know fashions it into a superhero costume and he goes to stand up to these like bullies that rob him and his friend when they walk home yep um and it doesn't go well no and they stab him they're not like typical high school bullies no no they're like they're street, like street thugs. thugs yeah hijacking a car yeah yeah he interrupts them trying to break into someone's car um and he looked very timid yeah he and- wasn't prepared at all <laughs> no did he he had like a bar he was like holding something behind his back but he didn't even really get the opportunity to use it because they just stabbed him yeah they just beat the shit out of him they stabbed him and then he like stumbles into the street and gets hit by a car and by the same dude who is just like the bystander in the whole movie who never does anything to help anybody i didn't notice that at all i think he's like a repeat offender a repeat um bystander who refuses to help i didn't notice that that's (laughs) funny um so then he ends up in the hospital where they like do surgery on him and some of his bones get replaced by like metal rods and plates and stuff so now he has a higher pain tolerance because he also loses like nerve ending yeah he has nerve damage so he doesn't have 
as much you know sense so i guess that's his superpower yeah so in some way he becomes sort of super mm-hmm. so now he's like oh i'm i'm more fit for this than i was before mm-hmm. so now he goes um back to school and while he was in the hospital a rumor spreads that he's gay somehow they somehow, all find out that they found him without his clothes oh yeah which they didn't they didn't but he asked the person in the ambulance not to tell anyone that they found him in a superhero costume so he was technically naked because they stripped him out of his super yeah. suit in the ambulance therefore everyone thinks they found him naked therefore everyone thinks he was sexually assaulted which means because he was sexually assaulted <laughs> by men or they, because they think that yeah. that means that he is gay which is not how that works at all, not how it works, and also none of it was true. No, <laughs> so that was a fun rumor for him. Yeah, his dad, <laughs> his dad even asks him about it in the hospital, and his dad asks him and is like afraid. Like you can see the worry <laughs> in his face, not because he was worried about him being sexual. Are you sure? But because he's worried about being gay. I mean, I don't know if we can say it wasn't because he was sexually assaulted. It looked more like a joke of like him being gay. Oh well, regardless, very concerning yeah absolutely <laughs> anyways so now everyone at school thinks he's gay um and but he has a crush on this girl and now she wants to be his friend because she thinks he's gay which again a trope of the time yeah this movie's from 2010 which isn't that long ago it's not but... that long ago but things have changed rapidly i think since maybe like 20 but a gay best friend <laughs> timeless <laughs> <laughs> at least the trope <laughs> Jess has a bunch of gay best friends. That's true. They're all gay. But the trope of a girl who always wants a gay best friend. Yeah. And what they do together is very foolish. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So now he, he, obviously he wants to date her. He has a crush on her. But he kind of wants to just spend time with her. So he does keep up the lie. Oh, he he harps onto that opportunity. Yeah. He lets her think that he's gay so that he can hang out with her. Um, Meanwhile, he is now becoming you know now that he has this new quote-unquote superpower he decides to be kick-ass that is his superhero name he comes up with a name he makes a website he makes a myspace page be specific about it it's a myspace page yeah for kick-ass um and he saves this guy from being like beat up by a gang and this random person records it Mm -hmm. and puts it online so now he's like internet famous because he does pretty good in this fight yeah because of his lack of nerve and yeah he can take a lot of hits he's more fearless as well Mm -hmm. and he does he beats them off yeah he does he saves the guy Mm -hmm. and and a bunch of people see it video goes viral his myspace is blowing up yeah and his crush katie is like she talks to dave not knowing he's kick-ass and she's like you think kick-ass would help me with my ex-boyfriend razul um and dave is you know obviously looking for an opportunity to help her he's like yeah probably you should mess email him or like message him on myspace or whatever and so she does um and then he goes to try and tell razul to leave katie alone but razul is like in a gang or something right he is in a gang because she met him at the needle exchange (laughs) (laughs) where she volunteers so he's a user and he's also part of a gang Mm -hmm. and he seems significantly older (laughs) yeah absolutely this is like a grown man yeah so kick-ass just walks up into this apartment building full of a bunch of people doing drugs yeah grown adults a bunch of men in this apartment and he squares up and he's like leave her alone leave katie alone yeah and they're like who are you (laughs) and he's like 
I'm just saying, don't show your face around Candyman anymore or else I'm going to come back here. And he's like a scrawny little 17-year-old high school child. Yeah, in a scuba suit. (laughs) And so they're ready to kill him. Yeah, like they've got (laughs) weapons. They've got guns. Like a machete-looking thing. Yeah, yeah. And then right as they're, you know, about to basically murder him. Yeah. That's definitely what would have happened. Someone comes in with an assist and we meet Hit Girl amazing entrance can i say she takes all of these men out yeah completely on her own literally just murders them she beats the shit out of them and she's so cool she has like this giant weapon that's like a spear on the end but also it's like it's so cool and then she also has like a little butterfly knife yeah her brand new butterfly knife yes (laughs) that she got for her birthday so she's what like 11 yeah and she's this little girl who just kicks the shit out of this room full of guys butterfly knives the shit out of this one dude Mm -hmm. who tries to fight her with a butterfly knife yeah it's everything it's it's such a good scene it's such a good scene the fight scenes in this movie are really good i have to say i just think it's shot really cool yeah and so we get to meet hit girl for the first time Mm -hmm. and she says to you know she knocks out all she knocks them out she kills them she kills everyone in the room including razul and you know dave's scared as Mm -hmm. anyone would be and she's like don't worry like we're fighting on the same team like we're on the same side and then they leave the building through like the fire escape they go to the roof and across on the top of another building is this man in what seems to be like a batman type costume it does look very batman-ish and this is big daddy this is hit girl's father played by nicholas cage Mm -hmm. and she you know like goes across the building and dave's like she jumps from one building to the other and dave's like um i can't do that like i'm not doing that yeah and she just looks at him like pathetic yeah (laughs) and so then hit girl and big daddy leave um and dave goes home Mm -hmm. and then he's in his room and they find him in his room they show up at his house yeah (laughs) and they're like look like we you know we're superheroes and you're trash. Yeah, and you're not good at it. Because he left behind a taser. Yeah. Because he tased somebody. Yeah. And it didn't do that. anything. Yeah. He tased somebody and he left behind like the taser thing that comes out. And mm-hmm. they're like, you can be tracked yeah. on this, on your MySpace. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a million ways people can find you. Yeah. And he's like, my bad. Yeah. The <laughs> fact that he didn't get caught by the police when he literally like has a MySpace page that definitely is not secure in any way <laughs> is the most unrealistic okay, part of the movie. But it's not like he has killed anybody. You know, he so did at the end. Well, yeah, but like as of right now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no reason the cops would really want to find no, him. No, that's I guess. true. Because he's just like f- like fighting in other criminals. I yeah. guess I don't know. It's not so much vigilante as right now. Yeah, he's more just like neighborhood watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so Big Daddy and Hit Girl, they introduced themselves as Big Daddy and Hit Girl because they knew about him. Yeah, they knew who he was because he went viral. Uh, yeah, obviously. Um he's known by the community Mm -hmm. um but big daddy and hit girl fly under the radar and they're doing some big deal stuff so the backstory for the two of them is that um big daddy nick cage used to be a police officer and there is this mafia boss frank d'amico who has like most of the officers on payroll and nick cage his character big daddy was like i don't i'm not gonna do your bidding i'm not gonna be on your payroll so they frame him and get him sent to jail for being a drug dealer yes when his wife is pregnant and then the wife now you know alone and pregnant and struggling she commits suicide but the baby survives 
um, and then is taken into custody by Marcus, who is Big Daddy's former police, you know, partner. Mm-hmm. And then while in prison, he vows to, you know, like avenge his wife. And, and he goes a little cray cray. He does. He loses it. A little. And then he comes out and trains his daughter to basically be like an assassin. Yep. He trains her to be a mercenary. Um, and we even see a scene like towards the beginning of the movie where like he just shoots her right in the chest. Yeah, she's wearing a bulletproof vest, <laughs> and she takes it and like it's just so cute the way he talk. He talks to her like she's still a little girl. Yeah, and he really like is very fond of yeah. her and loving with her. And mm-hmm. then you know they have a very complicated relationship. Yeah, and I love it. Um, so that's their backstory. So now they are trying to take down the mafia boss Frank D'Amico mm-hmm. who is the father of Chris D'Amico who is another student at Dave's school yeah which will come back later. it all circles around uh-huh um so they're like yeah if you ever need us just like post on your MySpace page that you're going on vacation and we'll find you um, but Chloe Moretz makes the funniest joke uh-huh she's just such vile things coming out of this little girl's <laughs> mouth and it's so funny she goes okay well if you need to find us call the mayor's office and they'll shine a big light in the sky shaped like a cock <laughs> she did say that. and i'm like oh my god yeah she's really funny she got this. jokes yeah um but so frank d'amico like i said they're trying to take down frank d'amico mm-hmm. he knows someone is like you know trying to take him down and he doesn't know who um and he thinks it's kick-ass because they the people who have been like taking him down mm-hmm. um they don't know who they are and the person who like has been getting robbed said that it was like a dude in a costume yeah but he said he looked like batman or he he didn't say it but he yeah. said it It was all a joke in the beginning but he says he looks like batman and yeah. that's nick cage yes and but they so don't know that. they just kind of like throw that to the wind because they're like that's bullshit yeah and so they just assume it to be kick-ass yeah so then as i mentioned chris is um in school with well actually that doesn't come up at all that they went to school together because they he doesn't know that he's dave yeah but anyway um so frank d'amico his son comes up with this idea chris his son is like what if i become a vigilante a superhero as well in order to gain his trust and get close to him so that we can lure him actually he doesn't even need to get close to him they just plan to lure him somewhere to like kill him um so Chris now becomes Red Mist. He's got some dope ass hair. Yeah. And a dope ass ride. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> um, he's got the money to back it up as that, that yeah. Dave does not have. Mm-hmm. So he, um, they take one of like Frank's, you know, minions, like, and one of their frame workers. him. Yeah. Not frame him because he is a criminal, but they like get him arrested so that it seems like um, Red Mist is now also a vigilante. Uh huh. And he shouts out. He shouts out, "Kick ass!" Yeah. He's, he's like, like I wouldn't have been here without you. Yeah. <laughs> and then he sends Kick Ass a message on his MySpace, mm-hmm. being like, "Hey, listen, like, if you wanna link, let's link." Yeah. And in this like point in time, Kick Ass is kind of he's kind of thrown in the towel. Mm-hmm. He he's also kind of jealous. Yeah. Because the other people are like, oh, this red mist guy just caught like a really big criminal. Yes. And so after his fight at Raul's and losing epically and being saved by a little girl, mm-hmm. you know, he's a little disappointed. And yeah. then he sees red mist and now he kind of like, he's inspired again and jealous, like you said, yeah. to get back into it. Yeah. So he meets up with red mist 
in an alleyway yeah and red mist is like oh let's go let's go to like this place to catch these criminals so then they have like a drive which this scene is also really it's funny hilarious. them in the car together so funny because red mist he's a different he's built different than other superheroes <laughs> let me tell you right now he's in the mustang he's smoking a joint yeah. <laughs> he's wild for a high schooler but i guess he is a rich kid yeah um and so they're jamming out yeah and i think he realizes in this moment that he kind of likes kick-ass yeah and that they could probably be friends yeah because kick-ass is like vibing to the music and he's like yeah because uh, chris has never really had friends before because yes. he's rich so and i think this is his first taste of it bodyguards are, bodyguards are assholes <laughs> yeah yeah so this is his first taste of friendship and yeah. he's also obsessed with superheroes too yeah they yeah, both yeah. are yeah and so they have this little kinship mm-hmm. but then they get to where they're going which was supposed to be a setup yeah but um it's like a warehouse that yeah. his dad that, that chris's dad no not chris what's his name it's chris's dad his name's danny though no his name's chris in the movie yeah is it yeah oh well anyways oh wait that's actually so funny because the actor's name is chris yeah that's why i was like wait it's not but yeah his name's chris who the hell's danny <laughs> anyways so then um they get to chris's dad's warehouse where it's set up and it's on fire yeah and so they run in well actually chris is way more eager to run in yeah because chris ass. knows the people who would be in <laughs> yeah. there and so he's worried like the people that he knows are yeah. like in there and like, he doesn't alive. know if his dad's there or not. yeah so he runs in and you know kick ass is like shouldn't we call the fire department <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like we're not this isn't what we're for <laughs> and so red miss aka chris runs into the building um and kick ass follows him because mm-hmm. he's like i gotta be a superhero too yeah i can't let this guy show me up because he's already jealous and they find a bunch of dead bodies yeah they're like necks or their throats are slit and stuff gunshot wounds whatever so someone showed up yeah um and killed everyone and burned down the place but before they leave um chris goes and grabs a teddy bear off a shelf Mm -hmm. which he had put there Mm -hmm to watch the warehouse yeah because he is also craving his dad's attention mm-hmm. because he wants to get into his dad's business yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> typical like yeah. villain shit <laughs> <laughs> and so him and kick-ass escape mm-hmm. um and then chris's dad shows up not realizing any of this has happened and he thinks that his son could be dead yeah and someone clearly burnt down his warehouse yeah so he has a huge vengeance against kick-ass mm-hmm. now so this is the point in the movie where chris goes back to his apartment right chris goes back to his dad yeah and yeah so chris goes back um to his dad's office where his dad's freaking out Mm -hmm. and his dad realizes he's alive but now still wants to kill kick ass yeah but because chris has formed this like weird friendship with him yeah um he's like no it's not kick-ass but i mean it's, it's not even because else. they formed a weird friendship it's because he was with kick-ass and he yeah, knows that's he true. That's true as well <laughs> they work together he has an alibi yeah. <laughs> but um, he has the camera yes. in the bear and, and so, so they watch the they watch the footage which mm-hmm. this part's actually funny because he he has the bear and he's like oh remember this bear that you had to watch the babysitter and then yeah. when he plugs the camera in there's like videos of the babysitter like in the shower like, yeah saved yeah the i was like oh my god i'm not surprised it was like a, honestly like a really funny like subtle yeah. joke that they put there um, i even I thought really they I, I was like is it like a sex tape of him and the babysitter <laughs> possible very short shot but anyways um and you see 
Big Daddy. Yeah, it's Big Daddy. And he looks like Batman. And that's when they put it together. And that <laughs> scene was so fucking cool, yeah. the way they showed that scene. Yeah. Um, so they did, like, they showed the footage of Big Daddy, like, killing everybody in the whole building. Mm-hmm. But they did it in such a cool way where, like, you know, they, sh- like, zoomed into the camera. Mm-hmm. And then they made you take, like, the perspective of, like, the one dude. Mm-hmm. And then they just showed Big Daddy killing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a cool scene. All the fight scenes in this movie, especially with Big Daddy and Hickor, are so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the best. Um, and so now Frank is like, well, here's this Batman motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So now he realizes, okay, it's not kick ass. Yeah. It's this Batman looking dude. Yeah. AKA Big Daddy. And so they're like, Chris is like, well, I can use, um, cause I think big, I think kick ass mentioned that there were other people. He mentioned yeah. to Chris that there were other people like them. Mm-hmm. So Chris is like, kick ass probably knows this guy. Maybe we can use him. But at this point, Dave he's thrown in the towel he's he's calling it quits he doesn't want to be kick-ass anymore and so he goes to um his girl no it's not his girlfriend yeah he's crush yeah and he comes out to her as both straight and kick-ass at the same (laughs) time and guess what he still gets the girl (laughs) she invites him to stay the night for a second you think that she might like let him leave and she's like how dare you lie to me about being gay just to get close (laughs) to me and then also you're a vigilante but then she asked him to stay the night because it was on that cringe like gay best friend trope where it's like oh because like he's gay like i'll let him like put lotion all over my titties and it's like that doesn't happen (laughs) that was wild and also after that first of all the fact that you would let anyone do that yeah it's a lot just saying a lot anyways um and the fact that she just looked past that mm-hmm. there was a point where she goes like i wish you weren't gay yeah and i was like oh my god yeah we know where this is going <laughs> so anyways they get together yeah no conflict really mm-hmm. or very little no it literally <laughs> happens immediately yeah. like it's all one scene and so then they're like dating now they're officially like together and he's he's stopped being um kick-ass and cause she's happy about it because she doesn't mm-hmm. want him to be in danger but then he gets he no, goes back on his MySpace page and he notices he has a bunch of message from messages from Red Mist. Yep. And Red Mist is like, you have to like come like blah 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 blah. So then they Red Mist basically tricks him into mm-hmm. leading him to um, Big Daddy and Hit Girl. Yeah, because they he, like he, they trust Kickass. Yeah. They don't know who they know who Red Mist is because of the news, but they don't fucking know him. Yeah. So the fact that Kickass would bring Red Mist along, yeah, ain't cool. And but and Kickass doesn't really he doesn't think things through. No, he's a dumbass. He child. is dumb. Yeah, he's pretty dumb. Um, and so yeah, he does bring Red Mist, who's being followed, yeah, by his dad's people, mm-hmm. and they go into this apartment where Hit Girl and Big Daddy are, and as soon as Chris walks in, he shoots hit girl out, the, out window. the window she falls out the window he just whips out a pistol and just pops yeah and then big daddy obviously starts freaking out because his daughter just got shot and fell out a window yes. and then frank's like men barge in and tase big daddy in the neck yeah so he can't really fight back unfortunately yeah. so and they, he's taken aback and they kidnap big daddy and, and kick, kick ass. ass and chris is like no kick ass is with me like he's cool but they and they're like take shut up bro yeah <laughs> and they steal a bazooka the the fact that they stole the bazooka <laughs> yeah. honestly i would steal a bazooka that's yeah, cool it's kind of hard to to resist that temptation yeah. um but that does come back up later the bazooka <laughs> actually comes up like seven other times in the <laughs> yeah, movie it's really this. funny um so now frank's plan is basically just to kill them 
but he like live broadcasts it on he's gonna live execute them yeah on kickass's myspace page because he wants to scare anybody else with like superhero ambition yeah. out of the game yeah because he doesn't you know he obviously doesn't want crime people boss. to try and stop him from yeah. doing whatever he does um oh, okay yeah <laughs> but uh so now they're they're live streaming and every literally everyone's tuning in and the yeah. only person that knows that kick-ass is dave is his girlfriend katie and so mm-hmm. she's watching like terrified because yep. at first she just thinks that like he's gonna unmask himself because they brand it as like an unmasking of kick-ass yeah but then she realized that they've been kidnapped um and that they're about to be murdered but then to save the day oh. in comes the legend herself hit girl oh because you know she got that bulletproof vest on baby yep. She's her dad has trained shot. her for that moment yep, yep. <laughs> that was just another day in the life for her yes and so um she comes in with what it was like what are they called night vision goggles yeah she comes in with night vision goggles yeah. An- again just another cool ass scene yep she's got these night vision goggles on and she flips she turns off the lights mm-hmm and she runs in and just starts murking people. She just knocks them She's just all killing out. them. But the the criminals, the yeah. kidnappers, had already planned to, I guess, light Both big, of them on big fire. daddy and kick ass on fire. So there's like gasoline. They had already dumped the gasoline all on over big the daddy. ground already. Yeah, and on big daddy. So Hit Girl comes in and they light. She, you know, she cuts the power and they mm-hmm. light up the gas on the floor as yeah. light for you know a bit. But by the time she gets there, the flames are kind of already about to engulf her father. Yeah, so she, because she's trying to kill an entire warehouse full of yeah, men. Yeah, she's fighting a lot of people off. And she's had the strobe too, which was really cool. Yeah. Because like now they can see her because the fire is lit. Yeah. But she had a strobe that like blinded. It yeah. was so cool. Yeah. Because like the whole scene was awesome. It's yeah. dark, there's flashing lights. She's killing And she people. uses like the light as like a distraction. She like leaves it yeah. in one spot so they think she's there. And then she runs around and pop, pop, pop and gets them from the other side. So she's it's not so able to to kill big daddy no he no she's burned. not able to save big daddy oh she, yeah <laughs> she wasn't able to kill him either i guess but she didn't want to no she didn't want to he died not by his own will he died actually not by his own will no he died getting burned alive <laughs> by <a> fire <laughs> from criminals but i will say the whole time he was dying he's screaming at the top the of the scene lungs. was kind of funny it was so funny <laughs> as Nick much cage as i love genius. big daddy and hit girl nick cage is just he's it was so meant good. to be funny yeah he's screaming like oh it was oh. meant to be funny. it was so funny and he's like yelling things at her randomly yeah and then yeah. he just stops screaming and then he just starts saying things yeah again. it was so funny it was so funny but it was really sad when she said goodbye to him yeah it was tragic and kick-ass got out of there just fine i mean yeah. he got the shit kicked out of him but yeah. he didn't get lit on fire yeah but hit girl and kick-ass escape yep. and now they need to avenge big daddy and take down frank the mafia boss mm-hmm. um so now they go find frank at his apartment with chris and they engage in some hand-to-hand combat we need to talk about how she gets into the building so rest in peace big daddy she's mourning Uh okay so she makes up this plan where she's gonna go in right Mm -hmm. she to get into the building she is like in a little school uniform and she's like knocking on the door all sad and they're like let her in like (laughs) let her in she's a little girl and she goes oh i lost my mommy and my daddy and the dude's like come on guys like let her borrow you know our phone yeah 
and this is how she gets in and she points a gun at them and she fucking kills them all. she puts the gun in his mouth yeah actually <laughs> yeah while he's bent over handing her the phone and then she kills them yeah. all and she's like doo, 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 skip. i just love her yeah it's so cool it's it's incredible yeah so then she gets upstairs then they get up she gets upstairs she's still fighting off like kills an entire hallway people. of people yep and then they finally have her cornered and she's like crouched yeah. under like a kitchen island mm-hmm. and there's what maybe like three or four guys at this point and they've machine gunned the shit out of this kitchen mm-hmm. it's a wonder that she's still alive yeah she's still back there they send one guy in and he after machine gunning down the kitchen she just throws two knives at him because she's out of bullets at this point yeah Throws two knives at him, kills him. But then the guy comes back in with the bazooka. No, wait, this scene was so funny, though. <laughs> they send out, so Frank and his son, Chris, are hiding in the office yeah. with their bodyguard. Yeah. And Frank's like, get out there yeah. to his bodyguard, like, go see what's going on. And so his bodyguard goes out there and um, he's like, when he finds out what's going on, he's like, fuck this, I'm getting the bazooka. Mm-hmm. So he goes back in and Frank and Chris are like, what's going on? Like, is everything okay? And he goes, yeah, everything's under control. And then he's like, he goes to get the bazooka and chris is like wait i gotta read the exact quote it was so funny (laughs) i have it written down okay he says he says under control you're grabbing a fucking bazooka you dumbass (laughs) (laughs) i guess yes a bazooka is not a sign of control but especially for a one twelve year old little girl (laughs) but they don't know that it's 112 but also you're gonna shoot a bazooka in his home no wait that's a great point that's what i'm saying like you're gonna wreck this building (laughs) in what new york city i don't know where they are they're in staten island it's in a giant building though yeah it's concerning and so then frank just gives the go-ahead he says okay with the bazooka (laughs) so then as he's about to shoot hit girl with the bazooka dave flies in on a jet pack with gatling guns how do you know that phrase because they said it in the movie oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a bunch of a bunch of little like you know gun things whatever that is yeah starts, they're like machine guns yeah like machine guns attached to this jetpack he's yeah. floating in the air outside <laughs> of this building and he just starts firing at them throughout the whole room he's like gliding from like right to left yeah. as they're trying to run and he's just shooting them all there, there's maybe like three or four of them that he's shooting and he knocks them all out. And this is, I would like to admit to something embarrassing here. Do and it. I would like to have a conversation about it. So it was in this moment, last night, <laughs> when I had to question to myself, are jetpacks real? <laughs> are they real in this world? <laughs> Did you Google it? I didn't. Because what if they are? I'm going to be honest. I, I, my instinct is to say <laughs> no. But Mine like, too. I, they can't exist. I feel like i don't see why we wouldn't have that technology but i also don't know a lot of things yes real jetpacks have been developed but it doesn't look like they have anything like they don't look like how jetpacks look so then what's the point i don't know what how else can it look like they don't shoot fire out of the bottom because that's a hazard well that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) but it does look like there have been jetpacks made um not in the traditional sense i've seen like the water ones. yeah me too those are interesting it looks just like they use air but they the jetpacks look a lot less comfortable they do kind of look scuba-ish and i gotta say i don't think they're being used 
in the sense. So maybe jetpacks in the real world are not actually practical, like to be. They're used. not. That's, I don't think that's upsetting. But Imagine if we could just jetpack around. I have gone my whole life thinking, just like thinking that jetpacks were well, real. Look, they Never had them in Spy one. Kids. They have them in Spy Kids. So why would Spy Kids lie to us? I agree. <laughs> There's nothing fictional about Spy yep. Kids. <laughs> I totally thought my real life was Spy Kids, but whatever. That would be a sick life. Yeah, it would, for sure. Um. Anyway, so now they've taken out all the extras. Now they just got to take down Frank and, and Chris. Chris. So they go into the office, and Chris and Kick-Ass start fighting. They knock each other out. They go into another Hilarious. room and knock each other it's out. It's a very quick fight. And then Hit Girl is holding her own with Frank. Who is like... A master in like Muay Thai or something. He does like some type of like martial arts and yeah. he's good at it. He's pretty good at fighting her, um, even with her advanced skills. He and does beat the shit out of yeah, that little he girl. Does get he the gives upper her a hand. Swift punches to the mouth. Yeah. And I'm like, I get she like killed like a bunch of people. But let's <laughs> not punch a little girl in the mouth like that. I get that she's a murderer and is also trying to kill yeah, you right yeah. now. But hitting her? How she was already you? down. Okay, she was already down for the count, and he just gave another like an extra swift two punches. He goes, and this is for killing all my men. Boom, and then he does another punch, and I'm like, this guy, he's too much. He's too much. <laughs> That's child abuse. Relax, bro. I get she's like a trained mercenary, but the extra two punches unnecessary. You're right. You're right. But then, right as he's about to knock her out for the last time mm -hmm. in comes dave kick ass with the bazooka of course of course it the makes bazooka. its rounds the bazooka needed to be used i freaking love the bazooka and so he shoots frank mm -hmm. who flies out the window he flies out the building yeah. <laughs> and explodes in air and then hit girl and kick ass escape right as red mist or chris wakes up and he basically vows to exact revenge on them and, you know, avenge his father and all of his yeah. father's men. He's a complicated character. Yeah. And then Hit Girl gets taken into custody by Marcus, who, oh. you know, previously raised her when she was young before her dad got out of jail. And he puts her in school for yeah. the first time. Yeah. And she's not getting bullied there. Nope. She's kicking ass. And they go to school together. Kick-Ass yes. and uh, Hit-Girl go to school together. Dave and Mindy. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the end. <sighs> and I think this was... This story was, like, super interesting because of how unrealistic it was. I but love also it. sort of grounded. It was weird. I love it. Can I can I say, I don't even love it for Kick-Ass. Mm -hmm. I don't even give a shit about his storyline. Yeah. The storyline I love is big daddy and hit girl no they're they should be the main character like they kind of in my eyes they are the main characters like honestly you're right that's what i'm saying the reason i love this story so much is for them dave like kick-ass wasn't even that interesting no he's irrelevant as a character yeah he kind of is <laughs> he's naive and he's just like a high school boy you know yeah. but he does want to do good which makes him kind of likable yeah, you know, yeah, and lovable yeah. In no that that's sense. a good point but you know his whole romance was irrelevant mm -hmm. there's no point to it no I mean, no, the whole reason I love this movie is for Hit Girl and Big Daddy. Yeah, they're the best. I freaking love them. I have to give this story a nine. I'm going to give it a nine, too. Yeah. And I'm you honestly surprised you're not giving it a ten. I was going to give it a ten, okay. but I do. I'm telling you, the whole 
kick-ass being the main character <laughs> and having a lame-ass love story that involved like being a gay best friend like it just that doesn't that doesn't hit no yeah i completely agree that's the exact same reasons that i would be giving it that i am giving it a nine but in my heart it's a 10 yeah but I just can't do it because yeah. of that reason. Because it's it's a big critique for me. I respect that. The main character, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, we'll talk about the story of Super. It's sloppy. It's messy. We're going to get through it. It's all over the place. This will be fun. Um, okay, so. Take we, it away. Okay, so we open up with Frank Darbo, mm-hmm. who is our main character, played by Rain Wilson. Yep. Um, and he recalls two good memories in his life. Mm-hmm. One was marrying his wife, played by Liv Tyler, Mm -hmm. and one was reporting a purse snatcher to a cop. (laughs) (laughs) He puts those on the same level. (laughs) But it's not even like he reported the purse snatcher. It's like the purse snatcher ran by him, and the cop's like right behind the purse snatcher, and he just goes, he went that way. (laughs) And it it. made him so happy. Listen, and can I say, that does draw parallels already to observe and report. I'm not saying- this movie unfortunately does have observe and report vibes it does and if you've seen or heard that episode yeah then you know where this is going you know how we might feel about it unfortunately both of them have sexual assault in those movies too as a a comedic point i guess i don't even know i i can't even tell if it was supposed to be comedic in this movie anyways we'll get there because there's two instances so his wife who he loves um grows distant to him and then one day goes missing all her clothes are gone leaves him yeah for the man named jacques kevin bacon kevin bacon and he is the owner of a strip club in town um and he gets her hooked on drugs yes because she is a recovering addict she Mm -hmm. used to be um an alcoholic yes and that is when i guess she met frank well, when she was in recovery yeah, for the she, first time. When she met Frank, she had been two months sober. And yes. they were working at the same diner. You were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. Okay. I don't know. Stop we'll singing. Get. Yeah. Don't sing Glee. <laughs> Did you just say don't sing Glee? Listen, I know you're not singing the actual song. I know you're singing the cover. I know. I'm singing the song that only has the line, you were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. But you sang it like Blaine. <laughs> mean to but honestly that's a compliment it is a compliment <laughs> and i do love that song but anyways <laughs> and i do love the glee cover as well <laughs> okay so anyways um they, they met at the diner mm-hmm. where he works as a fry cook mm-hmm. and she has a dark past clearly she was an addict sad upbringing yeah not a lot of positive male influences in her life mm-hmm. and so she finally meets a decent guy yeah frank yeah um and so she decides to give him a chance and that's how they ended up wedding Mm -hmm. they get married very quickly and her was it her sister her sister it was either her sister some relative yeah someone she in her life was very against it and she was like "Mm, i'm still gonna do it she made a impulsive decision yeah she did and was clearly not in a happy marriage peace and love peace and love to Mm -hmm. frank but um so she did end up leaving him for a drug dealer slash strip club owner Mm -hmm. who's very wealthy yes now Frank goes into a deep depression. Mm-hmm. I mean, he clearly wasn't very mentally healthy to begin with, but he dives into a deeper depression and has a weird hallucination involving hentai tentacles, mm-hmm. 
wrapping him up. But he does also say that he has had hallucinations before this. Yes. Where he so, saw like demon faces. Yeah. And strange things. Yeah. So he has another one, mm-hmm. which he views as a message from God mm-hmm. because this giant finger comes down and touches him while he's wrapped in these little tentacles. Yeah. And he is teleported. I don't know where, mm-hmm. but he's teleported and he meets, um, what's his name? The Holy Avenger. Yes. He meets the Holy Avenger played by Nathan Fillion. Yep. <laughs> um, who tells him that he has been chosen by God yeah. to be a superhero. Yep. And he buys it clearly. Yep. I mean, it's a pretty convincing hallucination. So he makes his own costume. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. Um, and it's not great, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, um, he wants inspiration, right, for his superhero. Mm-hmm. So he goes to like a local comic book store where he meets Libby, Libby who um is played by Elliot Page, mm-hmm. and Libby um is interested in him for some reason. She like isn't at like necessarily interested in him at first. Yeah. She just like likes comics, and he's mm-hmm. asking her questions about comics. Yeah, because he what questions does he even ask? I don't remember. He when he first goes there, he asks specifically for the Holy Avenger comics. Oh yes, 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 yes. And that I I don't remember anything else about the interaction. But then later <laughs> on, he's like, I want specifically comics about like non power having like superheroes oh yeah um and she directs him to those comics with like oliver queen and batman and she also shares this like vigilante interest in the sense where she goes like well why has no one ever done this before yeah so she kind of encourages him without knowing that's true (laughs) that's definitely true um and so we have frank who becomes the The crimson Crimson bolt Bolt. (laughs) that was good yeah he picks out a little superhero name for himself Mm -hmm. what yeah and he begins fighting crime mm-hmm. in quotes because um he's just finding petty criminals on the street. Mm-hmm. It, at first, it doesn't really look like he's doing good. No, he goes days without doing anything. He just like stays out all night and doesn't find any crime. Yeah, and then he tries to fight someone for the first time. Yeah, um, and he gets messed up. Yeah, didn't didn't did he get stabbed? I don't think he got stabbed, or maybe he did. <laughs> I don't quite remember. Me neither. He tries he to gets... stop a drug deal and it doesn't go well. No, it doesn't go well because he doesn't have a weapon. Yeah. So then he goes back to the comic store yeah. to get more inspiration. Yeah. Um, I think that's when he asks about the non-superpower of having. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And where he meets Libby again. Yeah. They're becoming acquaintances. Um, And for some reason, he chooses a pipe wrench as his weapon. Yeah. Very interesting. Maybe it was the only thing he had on hand. I think she actually told him, you need a weapon. Like, he would need like a weapon yeah but i still don't understand why he chose a wrench me neither but it was very effective because then he was rolling around town bashing people's faces in yeah so at this point he just has become like an assailant he just beats up people who are doing random crimes he then also beats up someone who like cuts in line at the movies he bashes his face in. Yeah. And he hits a he hits the woman too. It's two people. Yeah, and it's just people cutting in line. I was yeah. like, damn, this dude is crazy. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he's not the most sane person around. No. Um and But he's also point, not the least sane person <laughs> that's in this movie. Yeah. That's fair. Um, because also in this at this point in the movie, I was questioning, are all superheroes just mentally ill? 
Yeah. They are all faced with childhood trauma, I have to admit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. And my brother actually has said this about Batman. My brother mm-hmm. says he was like, I don't really know how I feel about Batman sometimes because he does just kind of beat up mentally ill people. <laughs> yeah. Because if you think about it, most of the villains in the Batman movies are just people who have mental illness yeah. and take it to an extreme. Yeah. Which, you know what? That's kind of superheroes too. Yeah. They just go to a different direction. Two sides with of the it. same coin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and it's at this point where Frank is kind of stalking his ex-wife, Sarah. I mean, yeah. I guess they're not exes at this. I mean, they are. They're still married, but yeah. Because um, she follows Sarah around and finds out that she is at Jacques ranch. ranch. It's just, it's like a mansion. Yeah. But he calls it his ranch because yeah. he's a creep. Yeah. Um, and he stalks her and finds out that like they're drugging her giving mm-hmm. her drugs and she's just kind of like there yeah she's just there with all him and his buddies and it's real creepy so this is his first attempt at saving her mm-hmm. doesn't go well no um they recognize him yeah instantly <laughs> even though he's in his costume because <laughs> unfortunately he still acts and sounds exactly the same mm-hmm. and his costume's not great yeah and so um they just shoot him straight up yeah they shoot him in the leg as he's trying to escape and with nowhere to go because they're following him yeah he finds um an invitation to libby's housewarming party yeah because before this Mm -hmm. libby actually shows up to see frank at the diner where he works um because they show things on the news about this like masked guy Mm -hmm. because at first they're painting the crimson bolt that like look at this crazy criminal but then they kind of start to like piece together that he's a criminal but he's like attacking other criminals yeah because they did a background check on all yeah. these people and like one was like a child molester yeah. one was like a drug dealer or something so they, the public opinion kind of turns on him a little bit and like they be the crimson bolt come becomes more seen as more of a hero as, as opposed yeah. to a criminal but libby somewhat figures out that it's that it's frank because they had these weird conversations i mean yeah she's not dumb no and then she like confronts him with it and she's like are you and he acts weird yeah so then she's like okay here's an invitation to my housewarming party and then after he gets shot he finds that he obviously can't go home because they know where yeah. he lives and so he shows up at libby's mm-hmm. in a garbage bag wrapped yeah. in garbage bags because he doesn't take off the suit <laughs> i he can't assumed go home. it was because he was trying to hide the costume yeah but also contain the blood that would must have been spewing from his leg <laughs> that's true it was multi-purpose garbage yeah. bag wraps around his body and so libby sends everyone home to help him mm-hmm. and it's now that it's confirmed that he is the crimson bolt mm-hmm. so libby decides to pitch herself as his potential sidekick the kid sidekick is what she specifically says yeah she is 22 years old yeah we're older than her <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> but um she does she shows her skills she does some cartwheels she does some punching in the air that's true she does that's exactly <laughs> what i impressive. do when i try and intimidate people listen i'm like <laughs> and she did great yeah. some low punches of semi okay cartwheel mm-hmm. um and frank is like what are you doing mm-hmm. and she's like let me be your kid sidekick and he's like no and she's like no please like i look up to you whatever she convinces him and she mentions to frank Listen, I know this guy who keyed my friend's car and he never got justice. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess her friend never got justice. So let's go get him. Yeah. 
So they just roll up to his house and she's got on a little like leotard a little costume. Yeah. It's honestly better than his. It is actually better than I his. I don't know how long she's had that for. And she now goes by Bolty. She's Bolty. That's her, that's her sidekick name. It's not the best one. No. They had she, a few better she ones actually, in there. Yeah. She gave a whole list of them and they were better than Bolty. I don't know why she landed on that one. I don't know. Not good. But anyway, she's Bolty. So, um, they just walk into this man's house. And Frank starts beating the shit out of him. And then Libby starts beating the shit out of him. Real bad starts kicking him and then is going to kill him. And this is when you realize that Libby is like 80 times more insane. Okay. Like I say, I didn't realize that because you didn't not in this moment. Well, I did like just based on her like mannerisms and stuff. But I'm like. Um, Frank is looking at her like she's crazy, as if he doesn't go around bashing people in the fucking skull with yeah, a wrench. I think that is part of the joke. I do think that's like intentional, yeah. of, like him judging <laughs> yeah. Libby for being. But that's why I was like, listen, she's not far off. She's not. She's like more willing to murder though. Like I'm Libby was literally none about of the to dudes kill this he person. Beat were murdered. Yeah, because yeah. he bashed that dude right in the middle of a skull I with think a the wrench. The difference is that like. Libby seems to like find it funny and like find it funny genuine enjoyment in seeing people in pain whereas Frank is just like I want to take down bad yeah he wants justice yeah but you actually find out that you they're not even 100% sure that this is the guy that keyed the car yeah so that makes it worse they just almost murdered this random dude that may or may not have keyed a car yeah so Frank saves the dude's life and then he's like listen Libby you're a little nuts yeah you're (laughs) gone and so as they're driving home they stop at a gas station Mm -hmm. and at the gas station they run into surprise some Jacques guys yep the goons who obviously recognize this man he's not in costume either at this point Libby's in the back seat going crazy because she does she still wants to be the sidekick yeah um and okay so what ends up happening is um he tries to get away and like they just grab him out of the car like yeah. he's not able to fight and so they they're just running down the street mm-hmm. and like they're fighting yeah um and random people are getting involved it's wild time yeah and right when he's about to die that's when libby takes the car and rams into him yeah and then he takes the other guy's gun and shoots him okay so now they're both not looking too good in this and scenario. they just publicly just like murdered two people and not only that but libby is celebrating yeah and half naked yeah <laughs> so then um she, libby did save frank's life mm-hmm. so frank decides to reinstate her as a sidekick mm-hmm. unfortunately yeah because then it gets weird yeah they go back to Frank's house. I'm going to I'm going to be honest. Okay. I think before this the movie wasn't that bad. Like I was no, okay no, no. with the movie. Yes. It was it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Um and you know, like it had like weird moments, but this is where it goes real downhill. Yeah, to me. And I guess to I you. I would hope for most people. <laughs> <laughs> so, it starts off with um Libby kind of showing her interest in Frank. She is like, let's make out mm-hmm. back at Frank's house. And Frank is like, um, I'm married. Yeah. <laughs> and this whole like, thing is yeah. about me rescuing my wife. <laughs> In case you didn't know. Yeah. Um, and so Libby's like, oh, okay. Like my bad. 
But then later on that night, when Frank is trying to sleep, Libby gets in costume and tries to come on to him again. Mm -hmm. And he denies her. And she doesn't care. Yeah. And she sexually assaults him. It was really uncomfortable to watch. It was so awkward. Um, And he instantly throws up afterwards. Yeah. Because he was assaulted. And it's like so uncomfortable because it's like, first of all, I can't tell if this is supposed to. I don't know if that was supposed to be funny because in Observant Report, that was clearly meant to be funny. Yeah, because they had Seth Rogen like commentating the whole time and yeah. like just weird shit. But in this like i can't tell if it's supposed to be funny but then even if it i don't see any other point is meant to be funny it wasn't and then immediately after when he throws up his vomit then turns into Liv tyler's face so it was just and then yeah because turn around i mean to be honest it it probably triggered like some type of mental episode yeah he started hallucinating because then he gets all amped up in like a manic episode and he's like we're going right now to rescue her yeah and libby's like i thought we first of all i think it had to be quote unquote funny because of what Libby says afterwards. She was like, I was just sleepwalking, which is like, oh, that's true. Such a fucked up joke. Yeah. So fucked up. And I'm like, are they, and again, I, in my eyes, that's their attempt at trying to make it funny, mm-hmm. which what the fuck? Yeah. But I don't know. I don't really get the, the scene. It wasn't even, was it trying to make Libby look crazy? Like, I really don't know. I don't know, but they didn't need that to make Libby look crazy. No, they didn't because she was already crazy. <laughs> So anyways, this took a pretty big turn in the movie for me where I was like, okay. And this is where, I, again, I was getting big Observant Report vibes. Yeah. The humor is kind of similar throughout the whole movie. Even yeah. at the start, I was like, is this going to be like Observant Report? Yeah. Before that even happened, I was like, the humor seems kind of crude and not yeah. necessarily in a very like funny or tasteful way. Yeah. Like Kick-Ass had crude humor, but I don't know. It was funny. It made me yeah. laugh. In this movie, I'm just like, okay, so sometimes they're doing crude stuff just like it's it's supposed to be funny because it's crude yeah and i'm like i don't know if that's necessarily how it works yeah didn't work in observing report so they attempted that yeah but didn't so work. then they he's like let's go now we're gonna take down frank and mm-hmm. rescue is his name frank his name's no, jacques his i name's got him not confused. frank <laughs> name, the main character's name is frank there's two there's a frank in yeah, each movie frank in each. so they're going to take down jacques and save sarah um and so they show up to the house and now they have like more weapons they got bombs they have pipe bombs and he's got a like a like a web shooter but it shoots a blade it shoots a, it shoots a blade <laughs> yeah. yeah and he got libby her wolverine claws yeah she wanted wolverine which claws. is so funny because elliot page is in the x-men movies so i just thought, i thought Call that back. was so funny mm-hmm. the x-men movies happened before this right yeah yeah that was i thought that was hilarious it was that they such had a Elliot good callback page with <laughs> with the wolverine claws it was so funny but can i say libby is a psychopath yeah like you said she thinks it's funny like when she kills people like she's shredding people's faces yeah oh that hurt <laughs> she's shredding people's faces and laughing like a maniac yeah i mean i guess in this situation it's pretty good to have someone like that on your side yeah <laughs> but she's not very careful she enjoys murder yeah she's scary so then um they're taking they take down a good amount of people they outside do. of the the ranch outside of the like on the property and then um there's it's like a couple of two or three of them show up outside yeah and from a distance they see a bomb go off yeah and then they see frank, frank and, and libby, libby there and they shoot at both of them and they and both get hit they both get shot but frank, but frank has a bulletproof mm-hmm. vest and so he gets shot in the abdomen mm-hmm. 
and then he turns over to Libby and she got shot in the head. Oof. But like half of her head is blown off. Yeah. Dead, dead. No coming back. Which like, I don't even, that's crazy. Like, yeah, that I don't even like, that's something I feel like a bazooka would do. <laughs> <laughs> at least a shotgun at close yeah. range. Cause it wasn't like there was just a hole in her head. It was like literally a chunk of her head was gone. And that was from a distance that, yeah, I didn't exactly understand. No, that. I don't think the physics of that is right. But so now seeing that Libby is dead, he goes into a rage. He's upset, yeah. even though Libby just sexually assaulted him. Yeah. He is still upset that Libby is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now he takes two pipe bombs and he throws it at them <laughs> and they all explode. Yep. And then he goes into the house. And also, this is when the other sexual assault is happening. Yes. Because right before oh. they show this, they show Kevin Bacon's character, Jacques, mm-hmm. in the house with Sarah and some a couple of his goons. And this other guy comes in um who i guess is they're trying to make a deal with yeah and he basically is just like yeah take her and gives sarah to this man yep and then but she's obviously like high on drugs and doesn't really can't really fend for herself and so i mean she says no she does you know she actually does but but she also can't fight him off so he takes her upstairs yeah commits assault i mean at least starts to yeah until he's interrupted by the pipe bomb yes and then now frank being um crimson bolt goes inside to kill the remainder of the people that are inside Mm -hmm. and i don't honestly i don't even remember how the events exactly unfold okay so before (laughs) frank gets inside jacques kills um oh you're the other the business partner whoever the hell he was yeah as he's leaving because the guy calls off the deal he's like listen there's bombs outside i ain't fucking with it i'm going and kevin bacon character jacques is like we had a deal shoots them shoots him and his other guy yeah so now clearly jacques doesn't have a lot of defense on his part left Mm -mm. um so he like leaves with sarah and the crimson bolt kills his buddies yeah and now is ready to kill Jacques. And Jacques is like, take her. I don't want her. He's like, have Sarah. Yeah. I don't care. He's like, if anything, I killed that other guy. So I'm pretty much working for you, practically. Like, yeah. he turns into pussy mode real quick. Yeah. To no one's surprise. <laughs> and, he, yeah, no. He's like, yeah, you're not getting away. Because Jacques tries to kill him. Yeah. Jacques takes out a gun and, like, shoots him. Yeah. In the arm. It's, like, weird because he does kind of, like go into pussy mode as you yeah. said to quote you but then he also becomes like this weird like arrogant guy at the it's same because, time <laughs> well it's because frank is leaving with sarah he's like okay we're good we're done and he like turns around and then he shoots him in the arm yeah and it's like okay he's like oh he's just kidding little fuck and yeah then, then he's, he's just, like, like i'm loading. really the one who won because i already had her and i don't even want her like i'm giving her up it was so dumb yeah and so then um you know he's shooting him he's beating him on the ground and this is a pretty fun way to yeah. beat the villain. Crimson Bolt, with his little bladey shoot shoot, sticks it in between his legs and pew, takes out his balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty fun way to kill a villain. And then he goes even farther than that. Yeah. And Sarah's there watching and she's like, no. Like she's screaming at him. She's like, no. And he starts just like going Stabbing ham on, him. on Jock. Jock. Yeah jock and just like absolutely destroying him fucked up yeah scene and then he takes sarah and he brings her home Mm -hmm. and they live out a nice few months together Mm -hmm. until she leaves him again yeah (laughs) 
Because she wasn't happy with him the first time, and now she just witnessed him murder. But she got people. clean again. Yes, she did. So she gets her happy ending. She does, which is exactly what clean. I wanted. She leaves Frank. Um, she goes to school. Mm-hmm. She starts going to school again, um, and she meets a nice man, and has a beautiful family mm-hmm. of four kids. Yeah, who are very grateful for Frank and his deed to her, mm-hmm. and they send him little cards. Yeah, and he hangs them on his wall. Yeah. As for Frank, he gets a bunny. He does. He gets a bunny. They show him trying, like, almost getting a bunny earlier in the movie, which is when the Linda Cardellini cameo comes in. Yeah. For no reason. reason. But kind of glad she's there. I kind of love her. Mm -hmm. Um, And now he finally gets a bunny. And he literally just gets away with mass murder. Yeah. Um, So, like, he doesn't necessarily get a happy ending. I would say it's, like, a fine ending for him but sarah i'm so happy for her me too because he his conclusion is like i realized it's not me who like i had to who was chosen it was sarah and mm-hmm. she was the one i had to save and she's why i did all this yeah which i mean fair enough yeah but you know his life, i would do it for her too yeah me too <laughs> his life is kind of still as sad as it was but i guess yeah. you got to be a hero so that's pretty fulfilling absolutely i do think this story is worse then kick ass well number one it's sadder yeah number two it's realer in a sense like with the drama mm-hmm. and that kind of aspect yeah of it. the drug addiction which isn't always fun for a superhero movie no. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna watch a superhero movie to see like sad yeah depressing psychopathy no <laughs> yeah um because it's also supposed to be funny yeah there's also sexual assault so that's the thing i'm gonna have to give this like if it wasn't for the sexual assault it would get a higher mm-hmm. it would get a higher review yeah it was pretty funny like the there were some is, moments yeah, that were really funny there were some lines and stuff that were funny because mm-hmm. rain wilson is hilarious yeah but i don't know the whole libby thing was weird yeah and the whole jacques thing was kind of weird mm-hmm. you know it's kind of sad i'm gonna have to give it four i was also thinking four that's crazy it's like you read my mind because the movie was pretty funny but again it was just like i don't know the misplaced humor some yeah. misses there i don't know if sexual assault humor is where we should be in 2010 <laughs> but we're here um now the characters in kick-ass Ooh, as we mentioned i mean kick-ass himself not my favorite no. I didn't hate him as a character, but he definitely like wasn't He's the best part. He's a basic part. teenage boy yeah. with a sense of justice. Yeah, which helps, I think. Of course. I mean, it's, it's he's not hateable for that reason. But he does also pretend to be gay to get closer to a girl. Minus a few points. That's fair. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously the shining stars of this movie are hit girl and big daddy i would i would lay my life down for them (laughs) i'm not even kidding they're probably two of my like most favorite characters ever yeah i believe that i love i just love this idea of like a vigilante little girl yeah it's just my favorite thing a little girl who can kick the shit out of anybody yeah it's my dream as a little girl (laughs) that's my dream now okay and big daddy he was mentally ill he took his daughter out of school very sad yeah still a king yep love him yep he was very sweet to his daughter Mm -hmm. despite you know not providing her the best childhood yeah (laughs) i mean honestly she probably thinks it was a good childhood (laughs) i would fucking think it was a good childhood (laughs) 
Listen, he shot her right in the chest with a bulletproof vest, then took her to bowling and ice cream. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's cool. Mm, yeah. No, that's true. And then he got her a butterfly knife for her birthday. Great dad in some ways. Yep. Insane in others. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, them, though. So Red cool. Mist was funny. I'm He's not going to lie. Hilarious. I did kind of like his vibe with Kickass. He was so funny. And like, I get him trying to like, get his dad's approval and attention like yeah. it makes sense because it's the only life he's ever known he's got the fogel vibe yeah yeah I and mean, it's yeah it's the best yeah i freaking love it <laughs> now frank on the other hand he was an asshole yeah and he wasn't even that good he wasn't even like a good villain also he was lame because he just had like people he, just, he was just a rich guy who had people do stuff for him he went to the movies with his son once though that's true he's a decent father you're right they had, did have dinner senses. together they yeah. had a family dinner yeah yeah i mean i guess he was like banging their babysitter but yeah well we don't know his aspects as a husband yeah. <laughs> um what other characters even are there i think those are the main ones I, well like, i guess his his girlfriend i was gonna say yeah his girlfriend Katie. but she's not much she's very shallow she wants a gay best friend yeah shallow yeah it's a good word yeah she she's definitely the like i can fix him type of person <laughs> yeah she is that's yeah. right that's actually right <laughs> i mean she works at the needle exchange yeah um and was with a drug dealing psychopath yeah. so not a great character but you know for big daddy and hicker i'm giving this a 10 really i'm not even gonna skirt around it that's fair i'm i'm probably gonna go with an eight because i will consider the the fact that there are other characters no other character in my mind but i'll let i'll respect your 10 oh yeah (laughs) oh boy oh by the way craig ferguson oh a cameo cameo. and you know how much i love craig ferguson absolutely i think that was one of the first things i ever knew about you yes (laughs) and so are you kidding me we have nick cage's big daddy chloe grace as a little girl vigilante and a freaking craig ferguson and evan Evan Peters. peters yeah how can i not love this movie yeah no, i love craig ferguson i respect your 10 that was a wild scene um the characters in super it's a bit of a different Ooh, story none of them were good it's like the, the thing is here's the thing libby was crazy but i did kind of like her like she was her funny yeah, yeah 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 obviously yeah. before the <laughs> sexual assault yeah um that's definitely tanking it um frank i felt bad for him but he also did just like he's a terrible guy beat people all the time i get he's a complex character but that doesn't make him good yeah it doesn't make him good he was severely mentally mentally ill beat the shit out of people yeah i mean he's a weirdo yeah and he got like a happy-ish ending i wouldn't call that happy no but he still didn't go to jail for all the murdering that's true the assault and murders that he committed in the last few weeks that's very fair sarah i love her i mean at the same time at the same time she didn't do anything she didn't do anything except leave her husband yeah but i mean her husband wasn't wasn't good <laughs> no that, i mean that's fair at the beginning <laughs> yeah. of the movie i was like i completely make sense why yeah, she would yeah, leave yeah. him at the very start of the movie i was like how'd she how'd he get her in the first place that's she's exactly gorgeous what I, i'm sure that's what we were and all much thinking. out of her league yes yeah. and so then i realized oh she has a troubled past yeah yeah, yeah. But I think for her to get with him so quickly and kind of use him in that sense. Yeah, she's cool. impulsive for sure. Yeah. But so, I mean, that all fits very like accurately with her personality as like. And it's sad. Yeah. Don't think she's a good character, though. She gets a happy ending, though, which I like for her. Mm-hmm. And she turns into a, probably a great individual. Yeah. But troubled 
disturbed present yeah. for most of this movie. Jock is obviously the worst. He's terrible. Jock sucks. Yeah. He's Jock? literally terrible. Jock. <laughs> um, and then we have yeah Libby, who again had a strong start. Yeah, but she was pretty funny because she's like, that. yeah, fumbled that real fucking bad. Yeah. Oof. Um, terrible sexual assaulter yeah nathan fillion as the holy avenger was funny i but not enough to no, elevate like the whole score scenes, yeah you know um who else did we have i mean i think those are the main characters yeah there's literally really no one else um i'm gonna have to go with a two which yeah, is bro. honestly i feel like that's being generous Ooh, i'm gonna have to give it I have a soft spot for Liv Tyler. That's what the two is. I love her so much, but I can't in this story. I'm going to have to. Oh, we're doing characters. Yes. No, I'm going to have to give it a one. <laughs> okay, that's fair. No, I respect that. That makes sense. I got to stop saying I respect it. I'm I just getting repetitive. you saying you respect it. <laughs> you know what I say every episode? We'll get to that later. Yeah. No, there are phrases that we both say a we'll lot. We'll get to that later. And I think it's funny. How the fuck else do I say that, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to like look up like some... Yeah like what, no what is it i'll have Synonyms? to whip up a thesaurus yeah <laughs> thesaurus um now the bonus category the superheroes themselves i think we should address the names first okay so we got kick-ass mm-hmm. and the crimson bolt now kick-ass not great i completely agree with you i don't think it's kick-ass a is a good name. superhero name it I mean, sounds to be awkward fair, he's a teenager yeah because it's a verb <laughs> it's a verb yeah. okay or like an adjective like you know like Oh, and I don't want to let this sway me because these like we're not talking about him directly, but Big Daddy and Hickrow are great fucking superheroes. That's names. absolutely true. Big Daddy. Now, if Big Daddy was like anybody else, not good. You read I'm, my I, I, this goddamn mind. I was yes. literally gonna say the exact same thing. Like it only works for him for his character. Yes. And the fact that he's a Batman trope is just so funny. Yes. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Yep. Obsessed. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I think Hit Girl works, like you like you mentioned me before, in the comics, the fact that yeah. she doesn't age. Mm-hmm. I think that works. I could see, like, you know, in the mm-hmm. second one, her being called Hit Girl if she's, like, yeah. a teenager. Not as good. Yeah. But we're not talking about that one. In no. this, it works perfectly. Amazing. Yeah. No, Kick-Ass, again, not, not strong. And that's who we're talking about, unfortunately. Yeah. So not a strong start crimson bull kind of good i actually really <laughs> love that name i think the crimson good. bull is kind of sick <laughs> i also think that but i feel like it would have to be like him being fast or something yeah and that's he doesn't he that's doesn't a do great anything. point actually yeah you know what i mean like at least kick ass like that's what he does i yeah. guess right it's yeah. accurate he kicks ass mm-hmm. and he gets his ass kicked you're right which is a joke that nicholas cage makes <laughs> yeah and it's he's he calls him ass kick which yeah. i think is so funny yeah um so yeah, in this category, I do think super wins in that sense. But okay, let's get to costumes. Costumes, um, none. Neither one of them were good. I will say at least the Crimson Bolt had the sense to wear like a bulletproof vest at some point, and he had yeah. like elbow pads. Okay, that's true. But can I say mm-hmm. the Crimson Bolt? He did DIY, which I guess that doesn't mean he put more effort in. That's true. But it just it didn't look good. No. It didn't look good. But I wouldn't say that Kick-Ass looked good. I kind of like this design. I mean, I understand he's in a scuba suit. Yeah. But, like, he fit all that hair under that little hood. That's Real true. easy. And he had a lot of it. Yeah. And that shocked me. I think he had a better mask, that's for sure. 
Yeah, that's the thing. I I just I like the cleanliness of Kickass's costume. It is. More. You're right. You're right. It is a bit cleaner, but no, I I gotta give Kickass the costume win for me. Okay. What about you? I'm probably gonna go with Super. Okay, that's fair. Um, and then their weapons. So Kickass uses like batons. Yeah. And he's, he's got, got two of few. them. He's got a few weapons yeah. too. He uses the batons. He uses the taser at some point. That's he uses very practical. a jetpack. That was sick <laughs> yeah. with the Gatling guns. Amazing. Yeah. And then we have Crimson, Crimson Bolt, Bolt uses um a wrench, a pipe but wrench. then he uses a pipe bomb, and he's got his little blade. The blade web thing is cool. That is cool. But for most of the movie, he used a pipe wrench. Yeah. So. I don't know. Let's see. And and their ability to fight crime. Oh, okay. I would personally say that Kickass did a better job fighting crime. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they no. did take out a whole gang for sure. I mean, that was mainly Hit Girl, though. Let's be honest. Yeah. But he did drive no. the jetpack. Hit Girl did. She did the heavy lifting. She for did sure. the work. Yeah. But With, he did use and a Big bazooka? Daddy did a little bit. He did burn down the lumber place, the, oh, the warehouse. Love Big Daddy. Um. Yeah, I think Kickass did better as a superhero than the crimson bolt because the crimson bolt just like really just beat people in the face yeah rest in peace yeah i think okay so i'm gonna give kick-ass as a superhero i mean neither of them are gonna get great scores no, to no, be no, honest yeah but i'm no this is gonna totally tank our rating of both movies i mean as if the super one is tankable that's true <laughs> but no i don't want to tank kick-ass give it give it, give it your gut all right. Well, Kickass is a superhero. I kind of like his costume. His name is not that good. His abilities. I mean, I do kind of like that they gave him an ability, which was really just having broken bones mm-hmm. and like nerve damage. Yeah. But I do like that they gave him a power, quote unquote. Yeah, it's kind of funny. And it's kind of good that like they made someone without powers somewhat yeah. stronger, which yeah. kind of makes sense because mm-hmm. he is a high school teenager. <laughs> so I'm going to give him as a superhero a six i was thinking a six dude why do we keep doing we're in that tune, man we really we're, are we're linked up and as for the crimson bolt while i do like his name everything else about him is quite sad yeah gonna have to give him more of like a more two <laughs> i was thinking a two i was gonna give him a one though, i heard you yeah <laughs> he didn't do a good job but he did save his wife he did save his wife from terrible people and he saved other people too but he did also do other bad things yeah so are you I'm going gonna, with one or two i'll give him a two because he saved his wife yeah our final category rewatchability mm-hmm. kickass is obviously rewatchable i'm giving kickass like honestly a nine i i was thinking i might give it a 10 i feel like there's no doubt that i will rewatch this movie <sighs> I will rewatch it, but it's it's also like how much I will rewatch mm, it. I see your point. Because I'm not like a 10 to me is like my favorite movies that yeah, I'll rewatch every day. That's true. I love Kick-Ass though. You know what? Having said that, I will have to lower it. You're right. Because a 10 for me would be like Scream or like The Parent Trap. I'm starting to think this might be up there for me. I could, I'm surprised that, that it's not up there for it you. It might be in my top 10. I might have to shift things around. <laughs> Ooh, the thing is like i said the main character is like my least favorite favorite part of this movie yeah. so that kind of sucks yeah but i love big daddy and it girl i'm mm-hmm. gonna i feel like i could watch this movie every I'm day i'm gonna go with a nine i'm gonna go with a ten <laughs> the way that we switched <laughs> i agree i can't believe that i'm gonna have to give a ten i think i could watch it every day for the record you've given a ten in every other category 
Really? Like you've given it in the first, not the second, the third, not the fourth, not oh the my fifth God. one. Um, super. It's it's a zero. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> Have we given a zero? Can we? Have we before? Have we given rewatchability a zero? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I gave. I think in the first episode I gave um, Friends with Benefits a zero. Had to have given Weird Science a zero. Oh, I think you did. No, you didn't, because you were like, it was so strange. Oh I think yeah, I would watch it did again. I give Observe and Report a zero? Maybe. Hmm. Could have been a one though. Could have given this one a zero. I'm giving it a zero. I would never care. No to offense this. to Liv Tyler or Rain Wilson or Elliot Page. Yeah, terrible. But no, I mean good people. <laughs> I'm say terrible people. Terrible, terrible people. movie. Yeah. Great people. Yeah, I mean honestly, I don't think they would look back on this and be like great movie great film listen it didn't make a strong start and Rain no. Wilson still rode for <gasps> it what okay let's let's reveal our final scores oh my god i gave kick-ass an 80 percent okay pretty good and you gave it a 90 that's amazing <laughs> i'm so happy with that score. 90 i think stays our highest maybe no you're supposed to 92 wasn't it i gave something a 92 i think so didn't you I don't think so. Maybe before? I don't remember. Wasn't it cheaper? No, I gave it a 90. Wow. I think. Ants? Ants? You think I give ants a 92? Oh, not ants. <laughs> I was offended. <laughs> no, then I remember what ants were and I got flashbacks of their fucking eyelids. <laughs> a bug's life was low because of Kevin's face. Oh, shit. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, and then for Super, we have record lows really i gave it a 32 you gave it a 30 yo is it lower than observe and report observe and report was not your lowest Damn. your lowest was weird, weird science. science with a 34 i gave a 31 last I, week we have to, to the silence no I, I i can't lower my weirds i can't so i think we have our our least favorite movie that we've watched potentially I honestly, I gotta label these because I don't. I gotta label our press past scores I because lie, I don't know which episode is Observer. I had way less fun watching Observer Report and Weird Science than I did with this movie. I agree, but I think the sexual assault really. I think the took a double hit. sexual assault. Yeah, you really can't come out of there yeah. with a happy time. Um. All right. Well, thirty percent from Jess. The our our, our average for Super is a thirty-one. Maybe I'll make. Maybe I'll keep a list. One day we'll have a website. Okay, everyone. Ready? Do you want to hear the Google, the Google reviews? reviews? I like that you ask me every week. One we week I'm going to say no. <laughs> do it. One time I'm going to say no. We're done. <laughs> Actually, that's it. <laughs> All right. Do you want to take a guess? Um, for Kickass, yeah, eighty-five. Ooh, you're pretty close. Really? Eighty-three. Oh, I would support it being an eighty-five. Yeah. So, you know, that's a fair, I think, that's good a great review. Google yeah. review score. Can you guess for Super? I feel like it's not going to be as low as we want it to be. Take a guess. 60. Pretty close again. Really? 65. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fair. I could, you know, I I guess I could see maybe if you watched it at the time it came out or Ooh, sometime wanna, around there. You want to know the box office differences? Yeah. So, Kick-Ass made 96.2 million wow super 593,000 what was the budget for super 2.5 million oh that's sad and it doesn't even say for kickass but that's a lot of money yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so 
that was that wow i had fun i love kick-ass i realized it might be one of my favorite movies yeah you did come to that realization (laughs) live on this episode actually so that was fun and i love it so much stay tuned and find out jess's top 10 movies sometime at some point and maybe maybe kick-ass will be in there Ooh, that could be a fun episode that we have one day where we just talk about our favorite 10 or top 10 that's true maybe we should do that so then everyone knows the kind of people we are and And why we feel the way we feel about these movies that we watch so when we get around to that i mean i want to hear other people's top 10 too absolutely we'll we'll make it in the works Mm -hmm. but for now yeah keep up with us um at it doesn't take two on all social media instagram tiktok sometimes twitter mm-hmm. i love that that's our catchphrase now sometimes twitter sometimes twitter <laughs> um be sure to give us a five-star review on apple Podcasts. leave mm-hmm. us a little uh comment yes um and join us next week when we're diving into a drama two dramas we watch two movies here <laughs> beautiful boy and Ben is back. Both, Excited. No, I'm not going to say what they're both about because... One featuring Timothy Chalamet, though. One featuring Timothy Chalamet. Tim- Timothy Chalamet. Timothy. <laughs> and the other featuring Lucas Hedges. That's right. It's a throwback to Lady Bird. Yes, it is. Um, So looking forward to that, even though the movies are probably going to be sad and probably. dramatic. Probably. I've seen Beautiful Boy, but... So enjoy these two movies and yeah. then next week get ready for sadness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then get ready for happiness again after that. Oh yeah, we'll announce that next week. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. excited. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.